Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Conquering Stress Podcast. I'm Dr. Bill Janishak, your host here, and welcome. Well, today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, rolling up our sleeves and getting ready and just doing the work. So, this is a podcast that's about conquering stress. If you've clicked on it, you you have an interest in that, and more than likely, there's some stuff that's been going around in your life that you want to just kind of get rid of. Um, and what may also be true is that it's probably not the first place that you've been. I would love to think that, hey, this is the place where everybody comes first for all the answers, but hey, let's be realistic here. So there's a lot of things. We can go to Dr. Google. You can you can talk to your friends, your neighbors about it. what you're going to do for stress. You're going to listen to Dr. Oz. You're going to go to meditation sites. You're going to exercise everything that you can think of to conquer stress and... One common factor is that you have to do the work. No matter what, everything that we have, whether they're ideas or physical objects, they are just tools. We have to put them into action. We have to put them into action consistently to get a result that we have. Think about anything that you have, from your finances to your relationship to your health. Anything that you have to do has to become consistent. I don't go to the gym and lift the weights once and say, wow. That was good. I'm glad that's over with. You have to renew them. I think it was Zig Ziglar that said that about motivation. It says motivation doesn't last. He said neither do do showers. That's why I take them every morning. Because you have to renew everything that you have in in here. The reason that I'm doing this podcast today is that I had had an interesting um, patient come in. I'm in Yorba Linda, California, United States of America. And it's, um, it's a affluent um, community. So there, there's some there's some big money hanging around there. There's some regular money, but there's some big money hanging around there. And I had a patient come in, a very successful patient, uh, stressed to their gills. Interesting thing about being a doctor in all aspects of, of life, you see a common denominator. Money does not get rid of your stress. I, like I said in uh, previous episodes, is that every level brings a different level of stress. Stress is not a bad thing. All it is is they're new problems. If you have a billion dollars, you have a billion dollar problems that the minimum wage worker does not have, does not know about, will never know about. They're different problems, different stresses. We grow through them. We don't go through them. Um, But I had this one patient that, that came in very well off, and I'm taking the history. Like I said, we do a very thorough job. We're talking about everything that they've done, how they walk, how they move, what their their pain's like, and more importantly, where they want to go. And this patient's been telling me about everything that they're doing for their health. I bought these supplements. I've gotten, um, I do, I pay for uh two personal trainers, I have a nutritionist, I have a, um, a life coach, I have, I, I made this room in my house that was just for exercise, and I have another room that I made that's just for meditative exercise, and I do do this, and I bought that, and I bought the most expensive, th- and they weren't bragging about what they were doing, they're just informing me that they're serious about getting their stuff taken care of and 
and money at this point was really not, you know, it was not a hurdle to, to getting them better. And then I was talking to the person and I was, I was saying, okay, well, and we're going through the foundations of health and how are you on your consistency of exercise and what's your diet like? And there were so many inconsistencies on one hand, they're doing everything to get rid of their pain, to control their stress, to get over exactly what they didn't want to have. On the other hand, they were still doing the very same activities at also a high level that was draining them. We see this a lot in um, uh, entrepreneurs or idea or creators or content managers or something like that. There's, their, their brains are always going, creative process, we've got to get it done, got to get it done, got to get it done. And it, it's so cool to watch you know, somebody with a vision take it to fruition. But there has to be a stopping point, a point where you come back and you rejuvenate and then you can go again and you go again. But it's like a NASCAR driver if the foot is always down there and they never make a pit stop and they never fill up for gas and they never change tires and they never do anything like that, the car is going to implode just like the person is going to implode. So this person is going through and I'm like, well, you're doing this. Yeah, but I bought I bought this to help me sleep more. And then I said, well, you're not moving very much during the day. Yeah, but I have this guy come over and, and we exercise like it, it was almost the mindset that I can do whatever I want because if I pay someone or I pay for something or a tool or a gadget or a gadget or something else like this, that it kind of erases my, you know, my prior sins. And that's not the way the body works. Remember, guys and gals, that um, your body does not really care how much money you make. Your body does not care how many super bicycles you have to ride around on. Your body does not care that you're taking the most expensive supplements in the world. Um, your body has requirements the same that it did 2,000, 5,000, 2 million years ago. We are working with the same physiology that we've always worked with. Technology, our know-how, has exponentially increased over the years so we know more about how the body works in more detail and we can be more efficient with our, our stuff but we still got to do the work and there seems to be two classes of, of um, people that when we buy things and we see this at the at the, at the um, beginning of the year new year's resolution time if you look on most people's shelves you're going to see how to become a millionaire and how to lose weight books and you'll see gobs and gobs of them because people get so much pain that they say darn it oh i've had enough i'm gonna do it and they scour they they're on amazon they're at the library they're at the bookstore they're doing whatever and then they buy the book from the you know the most recent guru and they pick it up and then they read it and they go okay i'm gonna do the flim flam flobly diet and they, they got it, and I go, oh, this, I feel it. And they, in their mind, they're running around, and they see the person they want to be, and they feel the pain that, that I don't want to do that anymore. So they have the carrot, and they have the stick, and they're going well, and everything's awesome, and they like that. And I read the book, and they, 
they have that book and they can feel the change coming. They put the book down and they go over and they grab a donut because they go, this is my last donut and uh, I deserve it because they're already feeling like they're that person because they have this. And so they go back to their old, old habits. And then the next day when they're supposed to start, they wake up late. So they go, oh, you know, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And I'm going to, and pretty soon Lodi kicks in, which is the law of d- diminishing intent. So the further you weigh, you are away from the, the action needed to take is the less likely that you're going to do that. But what you've, you've done when you feel that pain and, and face it, we've all done this from time. So I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm pointing out the fact that this goes on. And, and again, we've, we need to recognize this uh, in ourselves so we can overcome it. But if you, if you grab that book and you say, darn it, I'm going to do it. And you feel better because you, you, know, you know what, I've rejected the old ways and I'm going on a new path. But you don't quite have the uh, the inner game or the the internal uh, kind of psychology over there to to take the energy to go on that that new path. But you feel good about yourself at the time. So what happens is that that level of pain that you you felt that made you buy the book or buy the exercise clothes or or whatever you were working on, so that your pain goes down. So when your pain goes down, or that uncomfortable feeling that you had, or what you want, you don't feel as bad. So you tend not to take uh, the action consistently like you should. And this is exactly why New Year's resolutions, the gyms, uh, it's in general, it's the, the second Friday after New Year's is the the last time when most people will go to the gym until the next year. Um, and in general, most other New Year's resolutions are done by the 15th of January because we have those softeners in there and we felt really good. And basically, we're not doing the work. And this is why I always go back to get a good team of professionals that can give you the nuance. This is why I hate Dr. Google because Dr. Google does not talk about you. It talks about everyone and it gives general information. Generalizations don't really work for you. They're generalizations. You have a specific problem. There's, there's The devil is in the details. So you, you, you need to get around professionals to help you navigate something when you want to do it. You need to do it consistently. You need a good group of friends. You need to know why you're doing things and who you're trying to become. So you can't buy your way into heaven and you can't buy your way out of hell. You've got to do the work. When we're talking about conquering stress and say we're just talking about physiological stuff, your diet, your exercise, how you're moving, your posture, and like that. Um, We've always looked for hacks. Technology, supplementation, foods, exercise, you know, specific exercises and things like that, they make what you're doing more efficient. They they make it, um, you you may enhance your outcomes like that, but you still, the bottom line is you have to put in the sweat equity. And and if, it, it goes way back to, it, it, it is funny for 
40 years now, um, about every 18 months to two years, something new comes on to put electrodes on your abs to get you a six pack. And it comes in different varieties and different variations. But for 40 years, every, you know, 18 months to two years, something, a gadget will come on that, that will claim to do this. It does not work. You have to physically move your muscles. You have to physically diet. You have to push away the ice cream. You have to eat the broccoli. You have to put in the sweat and the burn, the pain of, of building muscle to get that six pack. It doesn't matter if the beautiful, you know, supermodel with the electrodes on the, on the commercial can get it done. She got her abs in the gym, not on that machine. I guarantee you. And you can take that to the bank. But you've got to do the work, and it has to do with everything that, that you can. Things will make you more efficient. They will make you better. Like I said, the... But you've got to do the work. And until you can get in and do the work consistently and get around that where it becomes part of your rituals and your habits. You know, it's your habits that are going to create your outcomes. It's not the one-time event. So what you need to do is just kind of empower yourself. So the bad thing is that when you're, if you're listening to this right now, going, oh, I just bought blah, 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 and that was going to, now he's saying it's no good. I'm not saying it's no good. You need to have a toolbox full of things that will help you and assist you and inspire, inspire you to, to get out and do things. Have the foam rollers. Have the lacrosse balls out there. Have the stretching and exercise bands. Have the supplementation. Have the meditation. Have everything that you want have your your chiropractor with you your acupuncturist your massage therapist your personal trainer have all that you need those things in there but you've got to show up with the best version of you with the intent of getting an outcome with the help of all these things not you're not delegating your your health your diet or your exercise or your mental state to somebody else. I see a lot of people with with life coaches. Oh, I, I just I have to go to my life coach. And again, you're giving away your power to this life coach. Tell me what to do. What should I do? And you do that until um, you feel better, and then you stop. And then you you know you jump from the fire um, into from the fire into the uh, frying pan and back and forth until it just grabs you. So all, all these things, these toolbox, I encourage you to have a great toolbox, but you've got to build your monument, and your monument needs to be you. So I don't want you to be bummed about this. Actually, what I want you to do is I want you to be inspired. I want you to be empowered because if you know that you got to do the work, you can do the work, which means that you can get the outcome. And you can do this consistently where it becomes easier and easier and habits and rituals tend to be effortless. So what am I saying is that you can change effortlessly? Yes, yes, you can do that. Take some time, take some effort. You are not going to be a million dollars by saving um, you know, $5 today. But you save $5 over months years 
decades and you start to get better and it builds a habit and that habit is going to get you to say, well, if it's $5, I can save $10. If I can save $10, I can save 20 You know what? I'm going to put $100 away. And and if you're around that long enough and it's easy and it, and it doesn't take any mental or physical ef- effort, you're going to, you will have that million dollars. And the journey on that, you're going to learn a lot more things about money. So the same thing goes with stress. Well, if I manage, if I learn to manage my diet and I'm disciplined enough and I can see the benefits in eating good foods and staying away from bad foods, then, you know, health leaks. So you're going to have that, that same attitude, that, that same movement, uh, in your exercise so it's not going to be like oh, i gotta go to the gym and i gotta do this you're going to want to go there because you're going to see the benefits i get people all the time that, that'll say i don't I, I i just can't eat that i just don't like that and i can't get to the gym and that, that just i'm just so sweaty and i'm tired or like and they're thinking all the negative and and how much it hurts to go to the gym and it's just terrible and I just have you look around at the people that are, are are healthy and looking and and successful and seem to be have control of their lives. They don't look unhappy. In fact, they look just the opposite. They look like how you want to be. So if you want to be like someone else, do what somebody else what somebody else does. Pick up their habits. Model other people's successes. Ask them how they do it. Team up with them. And again, your environment, your, your, the environment around you is going to be so vitally important because you're going to have different conversations. You're going to have a different mindset. And this stuff will take care of yourself. But remember, you've got to do it. You can do it. You can get her done. So again, you can spend that that money and I encourage you to invest in yourself. Invest your money into yourself. Whatever makes your workouts, your diet, your mindset more efficient and more effective for you. But show up with with an outcome and an intent to pull something out of that that's going to be valuable to you in the long run. And what I will guarantee will happen is it becomes easier and easier to do and it becomes a part of you it becomes part of your identity that when you get up and you won't even think about it anymore so this is what i wanted you guys to get is to understand it's great to listen to this stuff but if you're just listening to this all you are is having a jacuzzi moment which means it feels good while you're listening to my wonderful voice over the the wonderful airways of podcast land but if it hangs up and we don't do anything else the feeling's done the difference between pleasure and joy pleasure is always there until it stops joy is something that goes on forever do the work you will get the joy you will conquer stress i'm dr bill janishak and until next time like share know share this with anybody else that you you think it might help and i appreciate that hit us up let me know what you think if there's any topics that i can cover go a little bit deeper in the rabbit hole or a little further behind the curtain i'll see you next time